Welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast, where we unpack the mindset, skills, and wisdom it takes to become an uncommon leader in a common world with your host, the Uncommon CEO himself, Andrew Smart. Hello, and welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast. I'm here with our Uncommon CEO, Andrew Smart. Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing pretty well, Matt. How about yourself? I've got no major complaints. Coming in after a, a lovely weekend, uh, great weather outside, all's well in the world. Well, did your team win? Several of my teams won across the, the college and the NFL, and my, my fantasy football team won, which is the most important part of all. <laughs> so we'll take it. We'll take it. So today, I uh, understand, so every weekend, one of my habits is uh, watching football, getting with uh, family and friends to enjoy that experience, and uh, watching my fantasy football team either succeed or fail on a regular basis. But Habits can be good or bad, and today we want to talk about the importance of habits and how you can treat them from an oncoming perspective. Well, habits are actually one of my favorite topics. Sure. Uh, because really our life is made up of our habits. You know? And so before we get into that, I just finished up my uh, annual physical. Uh, yes. you know, it's a good I'm habit to have that. for one of those. Yes, you know, it's, yes. it's, you know, we all know we need it. You know, we always talk talk about assessing, see where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also tend to dread it. And so all weekend, I'm like, man, I knew I got that physical on Monday. Oh, yeah. I was so prepared for it that it was scheduled for 1030, but I showed up at 830. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, talking about habits, the reason why I showed up at 830 is because my habit is to make sure I always get the first one you know, that they have during the mm-hmm. day. And somewhere I went awry, somewhere I messed up. So I, uh, I had to uh, wait around, got an opportunity to to think a little bit more on what we were going to talk about today, uh, got some breakfast, and then went and had my uh, physical. I am happy to say that it was a good physical. Sure. And the only thing that uh, that I'm focused on is is what I talked about last time we were together is got to get the weight down. Sure. And so Doc and I had a good discussion on that, but the good thing is everything else looked great. Good to hear. So that means Deb and everybody will be able to keep me around for a little while. <laughs> we'll so, do our best, yeah. Yeah. But uh, habits. So I talk a lot about habits in in the meetings that we have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I – I read a book a good many years ago called The Power of Habit. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people have read another habit book called Atomic Habits, but I read The Power of Habit by Charles DeHigg, and a phenomenal book. Did – Read this. It was recommended to me by a kind of a life coach person that I was working with as I was looking at, you know, some transitions in my life, kind of looking at some of the things that I've gone through and looking at patterns. And she recommended this book and I loved it. Read it multiple times. It's a fascinating book. Used it for leadership messages. But what I what I came to understand was that everything that we do is 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 based in a pattern and a habit that we have. And habits can be good or they can be bad. Sure. We all have them. I mean, Matt, I, I, I've i got some good ones and I got some ones I don't like. I hate, hate to say I'm the same way, for sure. Well, and and, and a lot of those ones you don't like, uh, you know, you, you struggle getting away from those. Mm-hmm. Often bad habits can be, you know, eating poorly, you know, too much booze. 
A lot of people battle other type of bad habits, cigarettes. I mean, we can go down a list of habits. I mean, sometimes, you know, habits that we have we think can be good, mm -hmm. but they're really not good. So it's kind of understanding what what are our habits and what drives us in our habits. So I kind of want to open up a little bit of what I learned in that book and how, you know, that I've kind of gone back to to help me reapply some steps in my life to kind of improve in some habits. Sure. So what the book basically taught was that we kind of operate in this circular motion of things. And, 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 and it starts off that, that we are motivated by something that triggers us and the book will call it a cue. Mm -hmm. So that, 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 that cue, that, that, when you're sitting in your office at three o'clock in the afternoon and you get a little desire to have something sweet mm -hmm. or you get a little hungry. So you, you get these things that cue you towards an action. Okay. So, so we see that in life. It's kind of like five o'clock, man, it's time for a drink. Yeah. Often it is a process of, of a timing that, that cues that. And so, so, the cue leads to a response. So we get this cue, we get this sensation, we get this thought that that, that takes us down to a response. Sure, sort of Pavlovian in its own way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but the response here's where here's where the response can be good or bad. If I'm three o'clock in the afternoon, and and I have a little hunger surge, mm -hmm. I have a choice there, right? So I have a choice now to this response action. Now, could go down to the kitchen and found that somebody ordered cookies. Mm -hmm. Often is the case around these parts. It, 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 I have fallen victim to this. Yep. Now, for mm -hmm. me, it was typically not at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Usually it's a little later. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but get this, 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 this response to this cue. Something in me is warning me to take an action. Mm hmm. Sometimes it can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be, hey, at three o'clock, and we should use this, or a lot of times for me, it's in the morning. At six o'clock, I have this mentality and this action to go to the gym. So when I wake up, it's like an automatic cue. My response is get up, go work out. And then, you know, and then what happens on the final step after you've kind of taken this action, this response, you have some level of reward on the other end. Sure. Now, you know, that let's take a bad, you know, action, you know, reward. So if I'm cued at five o'clock to say, ah, it's time for a cocktail. Yeah. I respond to that in some way. Sometimes it can be more than one. Mm hmm. Okay. And if you follow that pattern of more than one, what happens here on this reward? Well, your habits snowball. So it effectively is going to happen there. Yeah. I'm going to tell you multiple things in that particular scenario that could happen. You have a few drinks, you know, kind of relax. You're having a good time. Little time goes past. You might get hungry, right? Mm -hmm. What happens to us uh, when we are in that state? How does our eating habits tend to be when we've had drinks? You tend to snack. You don't always eat the best food. You're not necessarily searching out a plate of blueberries when you've had a, a few too many. Happens all the time. That's why, you know, we mm -hmm. always talk about bar food. Yeah. You don't call bar food health food. Oh, sure don't. That's, that's, that is, that is a, a response that we want more comfort. 
We've taken this level. Now let's want more comfort. And that can happen at any time of the night. So we end up choosing bad responses and our rewards at the time seem good. What happens by the next morning? Oh, you feel awful. You ate a bunch of loaded cheese fries and cold beer and uh, doesn't end up panning out well the next yeah. day. So you got a hangover, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in a food coma. Mm-hmm. And you feel like garbage. Yeah. And you spend the whole day trying to find some type of balance to the actions that you took and the habit process. Now, let's flip that and look at it. Okay, what's something good? What's a good habit? Okay, well, I think one, if you're a person who starts out your morning, could be exercise we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, that you have this process that I that I wake up and you know I want to go exercise. So I've got this step, you know, okay, I'm going to exercise. So that's that's kind of my response action. I've talked about exercise many times. You know, I only think people who are crazy think exercise is fun. Because <laughs> if you're doing it right, it's not fun. True. I mean, when, I, when I've had my best workouts, I mean, in the process of the workout, man, it sucks. Yeah. You, you hate that you started it at a certain point. But... But turn a corner. You get, you know, once you get past that, you know, you finish that exercise, the reward and the all the chemicals and endorphins that you have from it, you feel great. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this is this is the process you got to go through to achieve this. Same thing can be said. Hey, I, I, you're a type person that gets up every morning and you want to have a meditation, prayer time, those kinds of things. And I do this. That's my habit. I want to get up and I want to get my mind right. I actually try to combine two of those things. When I do exercise, I try to apply some type of spiritual or learning mechanism. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hitting my mind and body all at the same time. And so that's where I want my day to start. That habit pattern, that cue, the alarm goes off. I'm up, you know, okay, now, you know, taking this action, going to the gym, put on my, you know, I, you know, my headphones and then, and then start my exercise. Those are my best mornings. But they're only good if my other habits align with it. That's the thing about habits. They, they build on each other. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, another word that we talk about in bad things is vices. Sure. Okay. You know, the, I always say you don't want to have too many of those. Yeah. I mean, if you eat bad, you drink and you smoke, that's a bad combination. Yeah. They snowball as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are, so I, I make the joke is don't have too many vices because everybody has vices. I've yet to meet someone who doesn't have a vice. We all have them. But how do we work them in our life? And what is the process? So so that's us in a personal level. Let's kind of take habits beyond just how we operate as people and individuals. How do we apply that, that habit loop into our work life? You know, that... that you know, if you if you want to be an effective, you know, whether it's an employee, leader, whatever, how do you how do you take that habit loop and make it work for you in a positive way? Sure. I mean, it all starts with consistency, in my my opinion. Habits only work if you can if they're replicable and reasonable to make them into what becomes a lifestyle. Habits determine your lifestyle. I think that's the only way you can turn that corner. Well, I you're right. So I think this, and I teach this, that that everything that we do and work is is a process in some sort of way. 
whether it's here at the corporate office, whether it's in the manufacturing side, there are processes and steps that, that we must take to be effective every day. And so when you, when you think about it from an office standpoint, okay, what's one really great habit to be, you know, first show up on time. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's a, it sounds like a simple deal, but I think it's sometimes a problem for people. Absolutely. It is showing up on time, you know? And so that first, that first step of showing up on time, if your routine, you know, is to show up on time and you're, you're, you're in your spot and you're doing your work. See that, that loop is a positive loop. If you're showing up late all the time, what's happening? You're always trying to play catch up. You can never establish effective habits when you're trying to get into a groove that you missed to start the day. Let's apply it a little deeper into what we do and work. So we have we have daily processes and systems that that pretty much you know govern everything that we do in our industry. And so when we when we do these these systems the right way, when our habit is to follow through on all these processes and systems, you know what we do? We create great products in a safe environment and we service well. Mm-hmm. But what happens if any of those maneuver into not so good habit? Oh, they all impact one another. It's a reciprocal relationship between all of those pieces. So I bring it to the pillars of the organization or the standards of the organization. You know, the, the foundation of everything is quality. I, I wore this sweatshirt because what's the same, Matt? Best is the standard. Best is the standard. Not mediocre is the standard. Mm-hmm. You know, not average is the standard. Not just good is the standard. Best is the mm-hmm. standard. Okay? In a best is a standard mindset, that's a daily deal, isn't it? If your floor is always exceptional, then you don't allow yourself to falter against that. But it's built on your habits. So in these pillars, you know, we have – so we have, we, have, we have a foundation of quality – but we have four pillars that sit on that foundation mm-hmm. that uphold everything. Can you name them all? Safety, sustainability, solutions, and service. So let's start with safety. Yeah. Interesting story in the book, you know, The Power of Habits, there, there's a story within it with a company called Alcoa. Mm-hmm. And Alcoa, for those who might not know what Alcoa is, a very large company, it's an international company. They, they make a lot of steel and metal type products. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a very dangerous operation. Sure it is. So years ago, uh, the, a CEO went to, you know, a shareholders meeting and said that our number one core focus in this organization is safety. And that's not what the shareholders were wanting to hear shareholders want to hear about returns. Mm-hmm. You know, our number one core objective is we're going to grow X number of percent and press down X number of percent in our returns. That's what they want to hear. But he wanted to push safety. He felt like our safety standards can't be 95%. They have to be 100%. Mm-hmm. That safety matters. And he said this, if we create this habit of how we take safety every day, at the highest level, best is a standard mentality. That in everything that we do, from the, from the moment to every cue, every action, that our reward was it will it will the reward will be we'll make more money, mm-hmm. and the result of it it worked. 
he got a lot of questions and, you know, there was kind of a lot of fighting back and forth. But what they found at the end of that year, that when they made safety their number one thing and they followed a daily process in that, that the company succeeded at a high level. And there's multiple reasons within that because, I mean, you're dealing with a very dangerous type products and process. So you, know, you didn't have injuries. Mm-hmm. You, know, you didn't have factories shutting down. And it ultimately created yeah, sure. higher Work, revenues. Worker satisfaction as well. You're happier to be at your job and you feel safe. No doubt. No mm-hmm. doubt. And so I looked at, you know, that safety, I mean, in this organization, okay, we we deal with, we, we talk about safety all the time. But how we approach safety, because safety in our field isn't just about how our workers, you know, show up every day and do their job. We feed people. Yeah. And so if we if we don't follow good practice and great habits, what might happen? Oh, you, you make one little slip and somebody could get sick, somebody could die. I mean, you have it's to quite be, that simple. Yeah. Safety is priority number one. Safety. 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 It's, it's critical to having a best as a standard, high standard organization. But it's done in the process of our daily habits. The same way that we go down the list, we talk about, you know, hey, if safety, you know, is is the highest, what would you rate the next highest pillar? Oh, service. I I agree with you. <laughs> service is based on a habit. I mean, and 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 we start those habits, you know, we're cued into the way we service, and then we 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 march ourselves into the process of which how we're going to serve. And we try to pride ourselves on being high standard service, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, service isn't just on our pillars. It's also on what? Oh, it's on our people. It's on our customers. It's Yeah, because we talk about how we serve. Mm-hmm. Serving is an action that says, hey, I am going to put that person, that organization, that company, whatever, I am going to put them above me. Mm-hmm. How we serve. And that's a daily process. That's a daily habit. You know, but what's the reward of that? The reward of great service is that you make a great product, that people keep coming back, that you have customer retention, that you have good relationships. Everything stems from that. So do you think that, you know, all companies out there have great habits in their service? No. Yeah. We've all experienced that. Mm -hmm. We We all know that when you don't experience consistent good service, you're likely not to do business with them. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you gone to a restaurant, had a bad experience there, and said, I'll never go there again? And sometimes, I mean, 10 years later, never been there again. I'll take a step farther. I remember when, uh, you know, good many years ago, uh, was getting Julie a new car. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to do something really nice, just an experience. I think everything in life is also about experiences. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to get her a BMW. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go a step further and say, you know what? I wanted to come off the factory and I wanted her to pick it up. And I just want her to go through this whole process that I believed BMW because I thought they have high standards. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here trying to say they have low standards. It's not. So we did that. You know, brand new X5, right off. Listen, it was a great experience for her. But you fast forward over the next few years, she started having problems with that vehicle. And you go to the service department. And there was, if you could get service or they, they, they didn't go out of their way to, to help you get a vehicle or constantly going back, trying to fix something, it just, it just kept being this 
continuing habitual pattern of just bad service. Mm-hmm. So what did I naturally do? Sell it. Yeah, sure. So we jumped from one German company to another, so we went and got an, an Audi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know we, we hadn't graded that one just yet because she hadn't sure. had it long enough. But point being is the service loop, the habitual service loop of bad just create us to go to a different direction. Yeah, it only takes one bad experience. You could have 20 bad, good experiences and you know, like the service level is wonderful. One bad experience can set you all the way back. I say this all the time when we talk about restaurants. It's not necessarily the food that is the ultimate driver. It's always how you're served. Mm-hmm. You get great service. You know, you're likely to go back there. And if you have that consistent great service, you know, when you're when 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 you're cued to be hungry, you're naturally going to go, hmm, they do a great job. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. And you leave feeling good. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be this out-of-the-world great food. I mean, you got to have decent food, but not out-of-the-world great food. Sure. So, service, where would you put the next? Oh, I think solutions, but probably sustainability from a company standpoint might be the... So when I designed these pillars, sustainability was the last one that I came up with. I actually struggled, you know, because I was trying to get them all lined up with the S and Mm -hmm. and, sure, yeah. And I'm like, God, I just what is that? So I made that the last one because I think sustainability is built on the habits of the other three. Sure, you know that if you follow good habits daily, the reward to all of that is you're going to be here. Yeah. And at the sense. end of the day, I, I want to be here. So it requires all these other three that 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 help make that sustainability possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, solutions is where my head went immediately anyways. I think uh, a company that is constantly innovating is a company that's constantly succeeding. Well, I'll put it in the way Jack Welch said it. Mm-hmm. He said if if... If you're not an innovative company every day, if you're not coming in with creativity and innovation every day, you don't have a company. Mm-hmm. You're, you're dying on the vine. I mean, we live, I mean, I did a talk one time about fast means faster. We live in a fast-paced world. The, the, the joke about a lot of times where companies put together their five-year plans, five years is a long time now. Oh, it's outdated in two years in. Yeah, everything changes Mm -hmm. so fast. That's what technology has done for us. So as we move faster in the world, I mean, it requires people who think creatively and innovative. If we don't, if if I stay doing what I started doing in this company, we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. You can't live on what you used to do. Old trophies are no good. Mm -hmm. We have to constantly be coming up with new ideas, fresh approaches creative thinking in every level of the organization how we do it how we made it now we have we have quality standards that you live by but we got to be creative of how we improve them mm-hmm. you know how we improve efficiency i mean if you're if you're going to be an effective company you got to be efficient right oh absolutely yeah so it, that that is why solutions and creativity are so critical and what are the standards of that everyone and every position should come with that mentality. Mm-hmm. And so that makes a best as a standard organization. So those three pillars are, are the keys 
to be in that sustainable, successful organization. But they're all built on daily processes and habits and a mindset towards a, 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 a high standard mindset. All right. So we talked about habits, how they impact your life, how they impact your business. What's one uncommon habit that you would encourage our listeners to take on as part of their daily personal or business life? So you've got to do something every day that's about improving yourself. Personally, I think you should be reading or listening to something. Hey, the Uncommon CEO podcast. That's a good example. I mean, that's what you should be doing daily. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's us or some other enrichment product, because it all starts with your mind. Mm-hmm. If you're not working on your mind, nothing else is going to get better. How do you make habits replicable in your life? How do you ensure that a habit becomes more than just a one-time thing? Because good habits and bad habits are just all about replication. How do you make something replicable so that you don't give it up after a week or a month? So that's a great question, Matt. The The process of habits and why I said this from all my study that everything that we do good and bad is based on our, our habits, our daily habits. But we, if you want to break it down just a little deeper, habits are formed in our brain. And so... Our brain has all these sensors and all these neurons that, that are firing or not firing. And mm-hmm. so they're, so it's habits start there. It's, it's the whole, if I can stay on a diet exercise routine for, you know, what is it statistically, 17 days, mm-hmm. just over three weeks, your brain starts to create new pathways to this process. Mm-hmm. And so there's... So what we have been able to find because of how we can study the brain these days, and it's some really cool stuff with 3D imaging with the brain of how we totally can change our life by changing our mind. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 really that simple, but with a complex system in our head. And when it's operating at its best, we're our best. I mean, the brain has this this circular function in it of a front lobe with a left brain, right brain, you know, that, that has to operate well together. But then there's, you know, which is our prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. Then there's the center part of our brain, which we consider the older part of our brain is where a lot of our feelings and emotions are all built. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of in our limbic brain. So our limbic brain must have this circular motion with the other parts of our brain. And when they're all working together, we're working well. But if one's not working well, then we have a problem. And so that's that is where we want to. In the Bible, you know that it talks a lot about the mind. And so the mind is the battleground, and it is. You think about it, Matt. When you your biggest fight in life is always with yourself. Sure. Now we sometimes like to project it's others, but it's really all with ourselves. So if, if we have our mind right, most everything is just going to come together right, too. So it's a mind deal. What would your advice be on how to start off a new habit? Say you were wanting to learn Spanish and you had a, you know, it's going to be one little chip at the block at a time until you can figure it out. How do you, how do you get day one of a habit going? Well, day one is usually the easiest to do. You just start. So that day one, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm motivated. So 
motivation. So we, 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 we get motivated by different ways. So it's not really hard for us to sometimes find that day one motivation. You know, we, we, we could, we could go through a, a weekend where we didn't have a good diet or we did come Monday. I am sticking to my diet. Mm-hmm. What happens sometimes by Wednesday, Thursday? That motivation might have dwindled a little bit. Well, I can, I, you know, it's it's Monday. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to exercise. By Wednesday, who's going out? Yeah, <laughs> it's, five, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so, so we we come out the gate very well. We all do. We we all can come out the gate well. The problem is motivation's not the problem. The problem is consistency. Mm-hmm. I've said this many times. I mean, it's you know. I like to say it, it's not sexy. Nothing that you know that you don't you don't go and say, man, she's just so consistent. Yeah, what a consistent. Guy. <laughs> I mean, it's so so consistency is is really where it's at. Am I doing this daily, not a day, every day that I'm consistent in this pattern? I can tell you, that's why like I don't have to worry about am I consistent and working out. My brain is trained to do that. But I've got to work on my brain in other areas to come along and complement what I'm already doing. I, I always, you know, make the comment that man, I work out more than most people I know. Mm-hmm. But I've always battled weight. Some of that is in my habits. Some of it's in genetics. But you can't use the excuse. Well, you know, it's like a joke I heard. You know, that the guy was uh, trying to lose weight, and he went to his friend, and he said. Uh, Man, I, I'm just doing everything I can. I just can't lose weight. I think I'm just big boned. <laughs> and he goes, "Man, I've never seen any fat skeletons." <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's no, it's it's applying all these other pieces that that will help be success successful. Because a lot of people just struggle to go work out. Sure, that's their thing. I mean, I they they I know a lot of people who don't eat a lot or eat bad, but man, the gym, they just they don't want to do it. So I've conquered one of the major ones. Now it's bringing along the others. So we've reached the point of the show where we go over the weekly touchdown. It's touching on six points that had to do with today's uncommon topic. So first off, in personal health, what habits are you looking at this week to change? Well, I think I mentioned at the very beginning that I started off my day with the physical. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, it's not something we all just wake up saying we can't wait to have our physical. Yeah. But it is critical if we want to be our best, because if you don't know where you're at, how can you really ever get better? Absolutely. And so it's an assessment deal that, you know, I set out this week and some of the things I kind of figured and like I said, take the good, bad and ugly. Yeah, for sure. So family life, what habits are you developing or working on in family life or sure our listeners look at? Definitely being intentional here that, that time you know, quality time, not just amount of time, intentional time with your family. If you have children with your children, if you have significant other with that person, being intentional with it, not just checking a box that I'm there. Mm-hmm. Are you engaged? Yeah. And for instance, Julie's out of town this week for a few days. So it's just the kids and I, mm-hmm. so they're, they're going to have a lot of dad intentionality time. That's great. And you know, I, we're going to work on a few things. Sure. That sounds great. Uh, How about business development? So in business development, I think continuing to whatever organization you're in, 
to, for me, it's continue to evolve with our team. I'm working right now as we go through the end of the year, this last quarter, kind of making sure that we bring this home right. We've improved so many areas, but being really intentional. And at this particular week, I'll be down at our 211 plant uh, with our soon-to-be new director of operations. Oh, that's great to hear. How about in personal growth? What are you doing this week from a habit standpoint? Uh, for me, personal growth is a lot of focused diet. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go the different direction. So, so personal growth for me. And I'm continuing to expand my reading archive. Great. Gratitude. Oh, man. How can you not be grateful to be here? Clemson won this past weekend. You know, we're going into Thanksgiving week next week. I mean, that it's a lot of blessings. So for me, I just really feel blessed to be here. It's an honor and a privilege, okay? It's, it's not a right. And too often we have the mindset that we have a right to be here. No, every day is a privilege to be here. Mm -hmm. And it's a privilege to be able to do this podcast with you. It's a privilege every day to be able to serve people. I mean, it's it, that is the mindset that I have this week, that I'm grateful for being here and thankful. And how are you giving back this week from a habit standpoint? Or what habits can we develop to give back? Well, there are some true actions that we're giving back. We're, we're taking time this week to serve all of our amazing people. So we'll be doing a special Thanksgiving meal where the senior leadership will serve and be a part of actually hands-on giving back to our people. I mean, you know, how it's kind of, how you treat the little things is how you treat anything. Yeah, absolutely. And so so we want to do a good job of showing them in the in a season of Thanksgiving that we're grateful for all, all that they do. Absolutely. Great. Six great points to touch on around habits. Habits are what makes our life what it is. You know, and and we want to have a great life and we want to have a great organization and we want to have great relationships. You know, you have good habits in them. I mean, kind of finishing up on relationships here. Let's say that uh, whether it's your wife or whether it's your girlfriend or boyfriend. I mean, if your habit is to to basically to not show them love and care, to if you consistently have a habit to overlook them, to not think about them, um, to to do things that aren't about how you know, my daily habit is to show love and in, in, in how I do it. And so do I do it every day? What are my actions towards it? You know, the 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 reward for those kind of actions is probably going to be what? You might not have a wife much longer. <laughs> you won't have a happy one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and what they say, you know, happy wife, happy, happy life. life yeah. <laughs> so, it's not wrong. Yeah. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. Any, any wise... Man, if they if they don't understand that, mm -hmm. I mean, Good luck. if she's not happy, nobody's happy. Yeah. So, but it requires being consistent and having good habits, showing care and love, and 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 the reward for that is it doesn't mean that you know that the reward for that for a guy is she's always going to you know you know love you the way you might want to be loved. Mm -hmm. I mean, that doesn't always happen. I mean, we like it to happen. Sure. But it doesn't always happen. But the reward is you're going to have a successful relationship. Mm -hmm. Not one that doesn't have challenges, but successful relationships. And I I kind of 
kind of want to finish up this habit deal with that relationship part because our successes and failures are all based on our relationships. And when we have good relationships and we work on them that way, we have a much richer life. And when we have bad relationships and you know, they, we tend to interact with a lot of bad relationships, it's not a good life. Yeah. And so I appreciate the time. We can talk about habits. We can talk about this all day long. I mean, it's, but it's really just our daily actions and our daily intentional actions to be the best we can be. Thanks for joining us today on the Uncommon CEO Podcast. Subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. We have video episodes on our YouTube channel and more Uncommon Wisdom on our social media. Find all our links and resources at UncommonCEOPodcast.com. For Andrew Smart and all of us here at the Uncommon CEO, stay uncommon.